0: Good afternoon, this is Caleb Arnd with the Walk With God podcast and YouTube channel. Thank you for joining me today. Today is the 9th of August, 2020, and we're going to be reading from Psalm 31, Ezra, finishing chapter 8, and then finishing chapter 9 today as well. We're going to read from Proverbs chapter 21, the first two verses of that chapter, and then we're going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 5 today. But before we get started, let's open in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, so much for your word, that we can listen to it, that we can hear it, that we can read it, that we can study it and know it, and that we can grow according to everything that you've written in there. Lord, thank you so much for giving us life and breath, that we can pursue after you, we can uh, see and seek your face, that we can know who you are. and how you want us to live help us to grow according to your word and according to your scriptures help us to know you better and to apply your principles to our lives and to help others to know you better today lord i pray in jesus name thank you father amen psalm 31 in thee o lord do i put my trust let me never be ashamed deliver me in thy righteousness bow down thine ear to me deliver me speedily be thou my strong rock an house of defense to save me thou for thou art my rock and my fortress therefore for thy name's sake lead me and guide me pull me out of the net that they have laid privily for me for thou art my strength into thine hand i commit my spirit thou hast redeemed me o lord god of truth i have hated them that regard lying vanities but i trust in the lord i will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy for thou hast considered my trouble thou hast known my soul in adversities and hast not shut me up into the hand of the enemy thou hast set my feet in a large room Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. Mine eye is consumed with grief, yea, my soul and my belly. For my life is spent with grief, and my years with sighing. My strength faileth because of mine iniquity, and my bones are consumed. I was a reproach among all mine enemies, but especially among my neighbors, and a fear to mine acquaintance. They that did see me without fled from me. I am forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. For I have heard the slander of many. Fear was on every side. While they took counsel together against me, they devised to take away my life. But I trusted in Thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my God. My times are in Thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies, and from them that persecute me. Make Thy face to shine upon Thy servant. Save me for Thy mercy's sake. Let me not be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon Thee. Let the wicked be ashamed, and let them be silent in the grave let the lying lips be put to silence which speak grievous things proudly and contemptuously against the righteous o how great is thy goodness which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues Blessed be the Lord, for he hath showed me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. For I said in my haste, I am cut off from before thine eyes. Nevertheless thou heardest the voice of my supplications when I cried unto thee. O love the Lord, all ye his saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful, and plentifully rewardeth the proud doer. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. And what an amazing word of encouragement that is from David when he was describing how he was forgotten or how that he was persecuted or how that he was talked badly against wherever he went and he was forsaken by man, but he encourages us to love the Lord and be of good courage For God shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. What an amazing encouragement for today. Now turning to the book of Ezra, we're going to read and finish chapter 8 and then read all of chapter 9 as well. And it says then i proclaimed a fast there at the river of ahava that we might afflict ourselves before our god to seek of him a right way for us and for our little ones and for all our substance for i was ashamed to require of the king a band of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy in the way because we had spoken unto the king saying the hand of our god is upon all them for good that seek him but his power and his wrath is against all them that forsake him so we fasted and besought our god for this and he was entreated of us Then I separated twelve of the chief of the priests Sherebiah, Hashabiah, and ten of their brethren with them, and weighed unto them the silver and the gold and the vessels, even the offering of the house of our God, which the king and his counselors and his lords and all Israel there present had offered. I even weighed unto their hand six hundred and fifty talents of silver and silver vessels and hundred talents and of gold and hundred talents, also twenty basins of gold of a thousand drams and two vessels of fine copper, precious as gold. And I said unto them, Year holy unto To the Lord. The vessels are holy also, and the silver and the gold are a freewill offering unto the Lord God of your fathers. Watch ye, and keep them, until ye weigh them before the chief of the priests and the Levites and chief of the fathers of Israel at Jerusalem in the chambers of the house of the Lord. So took the priests and the Levites the weight of the silver and the gold and the vessels to bring them to Jerusalem unto the house of our God. Then we departed from the river of Ahava on the twelfth day of the first month, to go unto jerusalem and the hand of our god was upon us and he delivered us from the hand of the enemy and of such as lay in wait by the way and we came to jerusalem and abode there three days now on the fourth day was the silver and the gold and the vessels weighed in the house of our god by the hand of merimoth the son of uriah the priest and with him was eleazar the son of Phinehas, and with them was josabad the son of jeshua and Noadiah the son of Binuai, Levites, by number and by weight of every one, and all the weight was written at that time. Also the children of those that had been carried away, which were come out of the captivity, offered burnt offerings unto the God of Israel, twelve bullocks for all Israel, ninety and six rams, seventy and seven lambs, twelve he goats for a sin offering. All this was a burnt offering unto the Lord." and they delivered the king's commissions unto the king's lieutenants and to the governors on this side the river and they furthered the people and the house of god chapter nine Now when these things were done, the princes came to me, saying, The people of Israel and the priests and the Levites have not separated themselves from the people of the lands, doing according to their abominations, even of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Egyptians, and the Amorites. For they have taken of their daughters for themselves and for their sons, so that the holy seed have mingled themselves with the people of those lands. Yea, the hand of the princes and rulers hath been chief, in this trespass and when I heard this thing I rent my garment and my mantle and plucked off the hair of my head and of my beard and sat down astonied. Then were assembled unto me every one that trembled at the words of the God of Israel because of the transgression of those that had been carried away, and I sat astonied until the evening sacrifice. And at the evening sacrifice I arose up from my heaviness, and having rent my garment and my mantle, I fell upon my knees and spread out my hands unto the Lord my God, and said, O oh my God, I am ashamed and blush to lift up my face to thee, my God, for our iniquities are increased over our head, and our trespass is grown up unto the heavens. Since the day of our fathers have we been in a great trespass unto this day, and for our iniquities have we, our kings and our priests, been delivered into the hand of the kings of the lands, to the sword, to captivity, and to a spoil, and to confusion of face, as it is this day. And now, for a little space, grace hath been showed from the Lord our God, to leave us a remnant to escape, and to give us a nail in his holy place, that our God may lighten our eyes, and give us a little reviving in our bondage. For we were bondmen, yet our God hath not forsaken us in our bondage, but hath extended mercy unto us in the sight of the kings of Persia, to give us a reviving, to set up the house of our God, and to repair the desolations thereof, and to give us a wall in Judah and in Jerusalem. And now, O our God, what shall we say after this? For we have forsaken thy commandments, which thou hast commanded by thy servants the prophets, saying, The land unto which ye go to possess it is an unclean land, with the filthiness of the people of the lands, with their abominations, which have filled it from one end to another with their uncleanness. Now therefore, give not your daughters unto their sons, neither take their daughters unto your sons, nor seek their peace or their wealth forever, that ye may be strong, and eat the good of the land and leave it for an inheritance to your children forever, and after all that is come upon us for our evil deeds and for our great trespass, seeing that thou our God hast punished us less than our iniquities deserve, and hast given us such deliverance as this, should we again break thy commandments and join in affinity with the people of these abominations? Wouldest not thou be angry with us till thou hast consumed us, so that there should be no remnant nor escaping? o lord god of israel thou art righteous for we remain yet escaped as it is this day behold we are before thee in our trespasses for we cannot stand before thee because of this in the second half of chapter eight Ezra's recognizing and retelling of how they came to jerusalem and how they brought all of the uh, The treasures of the house of the Lord and the freewill offerings to Jerusalem and they left at a certain day The twelfth day of the first month and they got there at the first day of the fifth month and That they measured the all the treasure that they had brought on the fourth day after they arrived in Jerusalem So this would have been the fourth day of the fifth month and then in chapter 9 He's recalling how he learned that the people uh, the Jews, those that are the lords that had been dedicated to the Lord, had mingled with the people of the land in marrying their sons and their daughters to the sons and daughters of the land of all of the different peoples that they had been commanded not to intermingle, not to intermarry with the people of the Canaanites and of the Perizzites and the Jebusites and the Hittites and the Ammonites and the Moabites, the Egyptians and the Amorites and those that had been worshiping. Uh, false idols and false gods and doing unclean things that were sins against the Lord God, and that they were now being mingled into these religions and into these intermarriages and into these pressures from other families, and that was causing problems. And all of those sins and all of those pressures are what caused the people, the people of the southern nation of Judah to be rejected and expelled out of the land by God and now after these 70 years he had brought them back in but they were still in this sin Ezra was now recognizing this sin that the people were in in these intermarriages and tomorrow we will see how he begins to try to rectify or correct the path of the people as he after he's recognized their sin now in the book of Proverbs we're going to read the first two verses of chapter 21 and it says the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, as the rivers of water he turneth it whithersoever he will. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts And we see here that the king's heart that which is going on inside of his mind and his heart and his brain his emotions And that which he is going to be led by and feel pressured by it's in the hand of the Lord The Lord can turn it whithersoever. He will the Lord can harden the heart of Pharaoh Or he can soften the heart of the king to be able to recognize and have mercy and grace and peace Peace. And we also see in verse 2 that the way of a, a man is right, may be right in his own eyes. He may think that he is going along the right way or doing the right thing, but the Lord still pondereth the hearts. The Lord really knows what is right, and we should trust in him and trust in his word, and we should... Uh, Acknowledge and know that God he is looking not just on the outside of what we're seeing there But he's looking on our heart and our motivation as well whether we are really uh, believing what we're doing is right and what we know is right or Whether we are deceiving others and deceiving ourselves and trying to just convince ourselves that what we're doing is right Even though we know it is sin and it is wrong now turning to the book of 1st Corinthians We're gonna read from chapter 5 today And chapter 5, it says... It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you and such fornication as is not so much as named among the gentiles that one should have his father's wife and ye are puffed up and have not rather mourned that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among you for I verily as absent in body but present in spirit have judged already as though I were present concerning him that hath done uh, so done this deed in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ when ye are gathered together In my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, to deliver such an one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Your glorifying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even christ our passover is sacrificed for us therefore let us keep the feast not with old leaven neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth I wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or with idolaters. For then must ye needs go out of the world. But now I have written unto you, not to keep company, if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator, or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, with such an one, no, not to eat. For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not ye judge them that that are within, but them that are without, God judgeth. Therefore, put away from among yourselves that wicked person. Paul here in chapter five is writing some strict and some stern words to those, uh, to the entire church. This was to be read before the church. This was to be read by each individual and instructed and given and read before each individual, so that they could. Uh, study and know what they are supposed to do and how they're supposed to go. And so Paul is correcting the entire church in their actions about one of the members that had been committing fornication, not just fornication with someone, but fornication with his father's wife. And so uh, this might have been a stepmother. And because of this problem, and because it was being ignored by the church or the church was not doing anything, Paul is correcting the entire church here and instructing them that for a brother, for a man that is calling himself a follower of Jesus Christ and one of the brethren, This action is completely unacceptable. This is sinful. This is not following the commandments of the Lord God and the instructions of his authorized messengers, the apostles, who told them and instructed them to avoid fornication and to not commit a fornication and not commit Uh, uh, things like drinking or eating blood and eating things that they know were sacrificed unto idols and to uh, feast with those that were idol worshipers. And, And in these feasts and celebrations where they would be going to worship false idols and have these feast celebrations at the same time. And so Paul is writing now and he's saying, I'm not writing that you should judge those and everyone else out in the world because to do that, and to separate from them, you'd have to go out of the world entirely. Uh, In this world, we are going to come across people who do not agree with us, who do not believe the same things as us, and we are not to uh, completely isolate ourselves from them. We are to be a good witness so that we can hopefully win them to Christ. But those that are part of our church, or part of our congregation, or part of the family of God, they have a higher calling, a higher standard. They have expectations by the Lord God himself that they obey the commandments of the Lord. And when they do not, and when they refuse to be corrected, and when they refuse to change their ways, then we are to do what Paul has told us here. But them that w- uh, therefore put away from among yourselves that wicked person. And he calls him a wicked person because he is not correcting himself, because he is not allowing himself to be humbled and humbling himself to the point where he can be corrected by the leadership of the church. And so we should mark those that are calling themselves brethren and avoid them if they are disobeying and rebelliously rejecting the word of God and the commandments of God. But we should have fellowship with those who Who are true believers who are obeying from a good heart and from a humble spirit the Word of God and we should love those Especially that are doing so and we should also do this in a way that shows the love and the kindness of God, but the holiness and the just uh, justice of God as well that he does not make conditions for sin in his church and that we should follow after him and be perfect as he is perfect, be holy as he is holy. Friend, thank you for studying the word of God with me today. I truly hope it has been a blessing for you. And well, God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow for the next Walk With God podcast.